when the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation. Did we miss the flight? No, you just made it. Yeah! They forgot one small thing. Have yourself. I've a terrible feeling. Did you lock up? Yeah. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. What else could we be forgetting? Our troubles will be ours. Kevin! Ah! Home alone. Police in the northern suburbs are on the lookout for a pair of burglars who are calling themselves the Wet Bandits. We know that you're in there. It's Santa Claus and his elf. Get off my property. This is my house. I have to defend it. Where's your mother? My mom's in the car. Where's your father? He's at work. What about your brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. Where do you live? Can't tell you that. Why not? Because you're a stranger. He's a kid. I mean, what can a kid do to us? Kids are stupid. I know I was. You still are, Marv. This is it. Ow! I don't care if I have to get out on your runway and hitchhike. I am going to get home to my son. I'm dressed like a chicken. Gus Polinski, Polka King of the Midwest. If you have to get to Chicago, we'll gladly drive you. Hey, guys. Yesterday, he was just a kid. But tonight, he's a home security system. You guys give up? Oh, yeah, thirsty for more. From John Hughes. You know, I got a feeling this is going to be your best Christmas ever. A family comedy without the family. Home alone. Are you here all alone? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. Directed by Chris Columbus, coming November 16th. Transmission will start in five seconds from now. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Waffle Arm Podcast. My name's Simon Meddings. And I'm MC Kelly. And we're both a little bit gravelly voiced today, aren't oh, we? Oh, yes. And that's not because we're trying to be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> mm, no, it's because it's winter time. But it's, what is it? This time of year? Christmas. Oh, you could be a bit more enthusiastic. Oh, yeah, right. You've got a Christmas tree. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. You know? I, know, I, know. I am quite, actually, I think I'm most Christmassy I've been since... Few years back, actually, you're, you're, I'm actually quite lucky. I've had, you know, I'm quite looking forward to Christmas. You're looking quite year. stubbly as well. I know. Well, I know. I'll go for a beard. I think. Mm. Mm, I think so. Oh, right, I'm going to leave it now just for. Um, we both bearding it. Dude, I just want to see. I don't want a blonde beard because that looks. Well, you get a bit ginger, aren't you? Yeah, not blonde though. Let just look. Nah, weird. Donald Sutherland look good with a blonde uh, beard. When did he have a blonde beard? Uh, the, 
Film. We've got to stop this talk about hair on the warmings. <laughs> People are going to think we're a lot better weirdos yeah. because you talk about hair. But this is basically not most of our day. It's all about hair. Mm, mm, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's our Christmas episode, Christmas 2015, for those uh, listening in the future. And um, what we talk about? Home Alone. But first of all, Cal, have a guess what we've got. Play silence. <laughs> He's back, isn't He's he? Back. He's making his year. He's making Like his... someone else who's uh, doing his uh, year. Doing his year. year yes, like Santa Claus. <laughs> He's emptied his sack once more <laughs> into, into your lap. What? And, uh, what? <laughs> and uh, this is this is this goes from Halloween. So once again, I've edited out my responses for more humour, ladies and gentlemen. Here's Rob K's emails. Yay! Hello, waffles. How are you in the ma- <laughs> the mad dog face, Kelly? Did yous like Halloween? I goes to Whitby, and it's full of spooky goth peoples and people in fancy dress. Me and Goosey goes goes as the hairy bikers. <laughs> we have fish and chippies. There was lots of seagulls, and one flies around to try and steal my chips. Whilst I scares him away, his pal seagull swoops down and grabs my fish. The horrible beady-eyed thief. So he only gets chips. I buy his mum some rock too. She likes rock. I also buy the lollipop woman, who I like, some rock too, as a prison. <laughs> You say I can come on your show yeah. and we can do my Fakovic show as an episode. My favourite show is Watchdog. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Watchdog, fuck. I goes to Mad Dog Face's house. Goes to Mad Dog Face. <laughs> I comes to Mad Dog Face's house and we watch all my Watchdog videos. I comes and stays at Mad Dog Face's house for a month or two. We have the best times ever. I have I've every episode of Cowboy Builder on DVD too. I ex- <laughs> <laughs> I I excite for your Clark's episode. I love the film. My favourite bits is the bit where the Chinese man rides the fat horse to the shops. <laughs> then he buys the horse some sugar lumps. What? Horse loves sugar lumps. <laughs> and they like polos too. What's going on? What, what, what's that? <laughs> Hello, Waffles. I listens to Mad Dog Calls Me Names. He is definitely Mad Dog Tits. <laughs> Mad Dog Tits! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, he's, he's next one. Merry Christmas, Waffles. Who, who, who to you and the mad dog face, Kelly? Who has used as Santa for? I tried to get a job working at shopping centres as one of Santa's little goblin helpers, but I told I'm too tall and my hands and feet's too big. Does you like the John Lewis ad- Christmas advert when the old man gets a telescope from Santa so he can spy at the little girl in her bedroom, Waffles? Very Christmassy, I thanks. I prefer the one where the penguin eats the fish fingers, though. I hope you've, <laughs> I hope you've been good boys, Waffles. Santa's in always watching, and so am I. Merry Christmas and all the best, all the best for 2016. Rob K in brackets, and don't forget the Halloween email below from last month. That was too late for the shoes. Double Rob this month. <laughs> what the, you know? Every time it comes on, you forget. Um, <laughs> it's amazingly crafted. Hmm. Because I don't know how you can think of that stuff. No, what I don't the know. hell about there? And, and, and we've seen photos of Bob Kane yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he sent Where's he though. from? I don't, I don't know. Is he, is he a northerner or southerner? I, 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 mm, I think Essence of Northern, don't you? I think I'm edging my bets at either either Yorkshire Manchester is way yeah. or Geordie way. Georgie might be right. He looks a bit... He looks northern. Yeah, you know, we're going to be up north. We are. Next, uh, whoa! Let's not give the... <laughs> let's not give the location out where we're going. 
Man, you want to turn up? You know the rules. <laughs> that's 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 not allowed. Uh, but yeah, you say he did send us an email, and he sent us the pictures so that we could put a picture of Rob K. So the people's out there, God, I'm even speaking right. <laughs> so the people that are good listeners out there would know he's real because we have had some emails people thinking that it's me writing it, and it's not. Um, Mate, but if we could craft stuff like that, yeah, man, I, I, I we'd be living it. It'd be amazing. But uh, I'm just put a picture up of him. I like the mystique. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. true. Maybe well, I tell you what. We'll, uh, if anyone wants us to put a picture of Rob up, please say. Yeah, yeah quite. Yeah. So it's entirely up to you. So, Cal, what do we do before we play? Well, we talk about this this, this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not <too important>. uh, <laughs> this Christmas shit. We uh, play some type of theme tune. Theme tune done there by John Williams. John, great John Williams. Great John Williams. Now, uh, talking about John Williams, uh, this is a spoiler-free episode we're not going to talk about, but we have seen Star Wars. Yeah, we? We, now, we've talked about this. The yeah. next podcast, we're going to talk about it, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Because that's give people... That's going to be about six weeks. Yeah, and we're releasing the episode at the end of January. If you don't so, like, if you don't, if like you haven't Star, seen it since then, then frankly, you're not, you're not bothered. Fan, you? But then, we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, I've got a lot to talk about, and it's all good. And it's all good, which in, is unusual yeah. for my lips. Consider, consider that the last thing we talked about with Star Wars was the Phantom Menace, and you know, was that your blind blessed thing for the last for the last <laughs> scene of Phantom Menace? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, both, we were both quite ill for a few few days after that. Right? <laughs> yeah, that was the longest three hours. But I can't, I cannot bring myself to watch those films now after seeing that the, the, the so what I said to you didn't I uh, without going too much into it it no, expunged no, no. it ain't a real word but I like it it, it expunged is a real word it, them from my memory yeah and that's what it <laughs> is know, with me you know looking at you at the moment with your Sam Smith haircut right cheeky bastard <laughs> and this little bit of dark over your lip you look like a spiv <laughs> I can go for yeah, well, I feel right. like you're going to steal something off me in a minute. Cheeky, <laughs> with your, cheeky, with your fucking daddy, that's cheeky bastard. Cheeky bastard. <laughs> and you need chocolate. Do you think nice? I guess I am. That man there. Yeah, so we're looking forward to uh, having a bit of a yarn. I have no idea what we're doing for January yet. Do we have any ideas? Because we, we've got a massive list now, haven't we? Yeah, because we've talked about today. We yeah, are going to review. TV stuff next year again, aren't yes. we? There's a few TV things we want to do again. Do you want to say what they are? Oh, we are doing Life on Mars. We are doing Life on Mars, and we're going to do 
we are going to talk we do you know Phoenix Knights yep we get, because we loved that when it came out mm. do, you know what, it, you, do you know what year that was it's quite old isn't it yeah it's 2000 right we loved that when it came out as as on par with um, mm, Office Office but it was all the stuff after it that ruined it yeah, and then you said you've got the second one, well, and you bought, watch. I've just bought one and two now. Oh, you bought now. You realise <laughs> how <laughs> bloody good they are. Mm. So we're gonna do Phoenix Knights, and like I said, it's it's not as well known. Weirdly, it sort of died up mm. because the thing is, you can't get it, and it's loads of load of money, isn't it? You're right. Oh no, that was. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing it with my dad there. Oh, that coffee's repeating on me. <laughs> Look at old man. <laughs> Told you, man. You should have had the. Uh, you should have had the uh, thing. Hello. Here's the wife. Oh, there you go. We, we've eaten um, some lint. Mm-hmm. Is this your lint? No. no. That's my lint. Oh, right. And we've had a forever washer. Yeah, yeah. We might as well. <laughs> we are, we are oh, traditional. Yeah, it's nineteen uh, eighties Christmas. With a Maybe it's my home. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah very good. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, so, it, yeah, so we are going to do Phoenix Nights. We've yeah. got it. We have got a thing up, and we're doing a. Uh, thingy, aren't we? Uh, fear and loathing. Yes. Man, it's okay. We can drink some whiskey and I can wear my hat. But that, that'd be good enough. <laughs> yeah, I might. But you to... need to watch that first, won't you? Yeah, yeah, Even though I may not watch it because it's all over. There. But yeah. we are going to do that. And we've got a few things. What we're going to do a few more TV. We've had a couple of years off and TV mm-hmm. stuff because mm-hmm. we said we'd only do things we're really passionate about. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Prisoner. Uh, Still won't do the prisoner. Yeah, we haven't done the prisoner. Because you're going to love that Blu ray transfer. I do want to watch that. Like I said, then we're going to few and we're going to go into quite obscure stuff as well next year, aren't we? We are. We are doing Zardars, which is very lovely. Cool. And of course, you've just received uh, something which. Do? Life Force, Life which Force. is a Ooh. classic. If anyone out there is a fan of Life Force, we are going to do that. Mm. So we got quite a bit. Um, oh yeah, we are going to do more, more. Yeah, we've sort of gone through our um, just for ourselves, and now we're going to start doing things to educate the the masses. The masses. And I'm I'm not blaming you on tribute there that the masses are listening to this, but <laughs> like a bit like uh, you read that lovely one about Apocalypse. Now we can get one yeah. person watching Zardas or Thingy or Phoenix Knights or someone. Are we doing Cobra? I like Cobra. I like Cobra. Yeah, I do. And I also want to do Over the Top. Maybe we could do two. Should we do that as a double bill, Cobra and Over the Top? Because I don't think there's going to be well, enough Well, after you watch that Canon thing, I Well, that's the yeah. thing. You're going to want to watch after, after seeing those pictures of that, that DVD, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we'll skip Master of the Universe, are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah, need to yeah, do that. Yeah. So, let's, uh, let's waffle on about Home Alone. Now, good listeners, this came out on November the 16th. Not necessarily a uh, Christmas film, then. Yet again... It is another. Yeah, well, uh, no, this is Die it's Hard. Set, it's set a Christmas, but kind of in it. But you know, I only ever know this. And like I said, the the one was Die Hard. Was it? Mm. I ever know it. It's a Christmas film, but it isn't Christmas. No, in essence, it's not. A, although we say it's a Christmas film, it's like the don't. Christmas period or something, isn't it? Yeah. And I think Home Alone's a Christmas period, yeah, isn't it? Although it comes, it does get to Christmas, doesn't it? Yeah, Planes, Trains. It isn't. It's that's a Thanksgiving. But it's worse. That's Christmas, isn't it? I always used to think Thanksgiving was just Christ- an American's version of Christmas, Christmas Day, yeah. before, before I grew up and understood yeah. the world. Uh, yeah, this came out on November the 16th, 1990. Uh, running time, 102 minutes. Uh, budget of 80 million, grossed... 80 million? 18. Oh, good. 18. Uh, grossed 476. Crazy. Uh, I think we could say it's another... Uh, bloody right. Yeah, and the reason why it's successful, mainly, of course, is that it's written and produced by the legendary, and I think we can say easily, the legendary John Hughes. Yeah, you know, I think that thing is bounded around way too much. Legendary, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's passionate. He mind, really it? is. I think, what, for about 20 years, 15, 20 years, mm. he must have made that studio a lot of money. Oh, God, yeah. And a lot of people don't like it because they find it a bit saccharine and... Because it, it is a very perfect view of 
of America and yeah, stuff. Yeah, There's yeah. no doubt. Like I said, it's a bit like we talked about with um, Plank Train. You know, he lived in a mansion. <laughs> well, the, all the houses are the very... Actually, there's a little bit of trivia a little bit later on about the houses because the house in this film and the house in Planes Trains, you know, they're, they're, what, he's got a family of maybe three in and, they're in a, and they live like an eight-bedroom It's like house. a Georgian mansion, isn't Georgian it, or mansion? something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm American for. Is everyone really rich in America? That's what I thought. I thought, man, this must be how living in America. And yeah. then, uh, then I saw eight miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the real, isn't it? And of course, he's directed by Chris Columbus. Oh, then that was Chris Columbus. Yeah, Chris Columbus, yeah. Now, if I'm right in saying that Chris Columbus directed the first and the Harry, second Harry Potter film. He did. He's not liked by a lot of people. He's a, he's a, a lot of films that don't like him. But, yeah, again, he makes clap crowd pleasers, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. That's what he does. For some reason, I was, I was going to say, and I'm glad I didn't, but I say it for humorous effect. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, going to yeah. say Carry On Columbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no one don't, 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 don't mention Carry On Columbus. No one needs to. Yeah. So, uh, before we talk about the actual film, uh, let's talk about the people that are actually in it. You know, I can say actually, uh, again, that would be brilliant. Uh, Macaulay Culkin, okay? Uh, Macaulay Carson Culkin, born August 26, 1980, so he's 35 years of age at this point of recording. In New York City, uh, an eight-year-old boy at the, uh, at the age of this film, um, the youngest son of the McAllister family, um, he's, he's character in this film. Um, but Colin Culkin, he's been in the following films, Home Alone. Home Alone I saw two, a cracking film he's been in. Uncle Book, My Girl, which is actually not a bad film, The Good Son. It's got a party man's son there. It has got a party man's son. I love party The Page Master, Richie Rich, oh. uh, Party Monster, and of course... Uh, he was in Michael Jackson's. He's got. He's a, and, and he was shat living with Pete Doherty, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's been with Pete Doherty. He's had a few. I wonder why they were friends. Mm. <laughs> I wonder why. Well, yeah, he, he kind of he has been arrested, and he, he got. He, for, he's uh, all right now. I know he was. Yeah, he, yeah. he was a really bad. Well, Charles was not he? Well, uh, your man who played uh, Anakin, uh, young Anakin. Oh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, how do you forget? How you forget these? Guys? Hayden Christensen. No, 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 not him. No, he's the, the, the younger one. Oh, well, oh, the one who had the better acting skill. Yeah, that's about Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Is he screwed up? Hey, he's recently got arrested for uh, car car chase and all that jazz. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he quit acting. Well, I mean, Macaulay Culkin. Uh, yeah, he, um, he, you know, obviously he was brought, you know, child star. Uh, at the time, he was classed as new, the new almost Shirley Temple. In what? Because kind of there's no doubt he's cute. He's cute. And Uncle Buck's a great, great film that he was in. And this is he's really good in. And he was also, of course, good friends with Michael Jackson. And he was heavily involved in the uh, the lawsuit against Jackson. Although he strenuously denied that any kind anything of anything naughty went on. Um, though he did say he slept in the same bed. But, you know, I mean, there you go. Uh, but he's always strenuously denied it. And there was no, you know, payoffs or anything like that as far as, far as we know. Um, he's recently appeared in a, uh, a, which I put on the Waffle On uh, webpage. I saw that. I haven't watched it. Is it good? Yeah, he's it's, it's playing Kevin. But playing him now, and he's really—is he called Kevin in it? Uh, yeah, because he said, "Well, I don't think he's when... called Kevin, but he's saying how screwed up he is because you think it's bad. Try being an eight-year-old locked in a house, left in a Christmas, and he's talking about it at home alone. But he's so, it's a bit of a, so it's a bit of a Come on, bit of a meta thing that yeah, that's about yeah. himself in it because there's no doubt yeah. it's sort of. It's sort of there's no doubt it it give him a career boost and it, but it sort of ruined him as well because he couldn't get away from it then I think because he's richy rich it's same it's kind of thing I think that I think that happens though with, with a lot of these child actors I mean there's there's not many when you think about it no. probably the only successful child actors that I could say off the top of my head would be uh, Kurt Russell um, yeah 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 Christian Bale yeah Nick, yeah Nicholas Holt I was gonna say Nicholas Holt yeah he's all but a lot of them. Uh, your man who was in um, the ballet dancing film, um, what's that? Billy Elliot. 
So, you know, man in his 70s now, in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, comedian, actor and singer, a little bit of a, a thing on here from him. Uh, Pesci has starred in a number of other high-profile films, including Easy Money, Once Upon a Time in America, Lethal Weapon 2, JFK, My Cousin Vinny, Lethal Weapon 3, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, A Bronx Tale, Lethal Weapon 4. Uh, he was uh, a cameo appearance in, of course, De Niro's directed uh, The Good Shepherd, but probably the best film that everyone knows him from is, of course, Goodfellas. It's amazing that at the same times he was playing a funny role like in Lethal Weapon mm. and playing uh, Tony in, um, yeah. in Goodfellas. Which, and he's a proper oh, scary yeah. character in that and, film. And you know, the interesting thing, like, you know, I know loads about that yeah. stuff. He, we haven't done Goodfellas, have we? Oh, oh don't worry. If we do Goodfellas, then sorry, loads of that. His character, who was based on the real bloke, weren't called that when his real name, because I couldn't... His, his real name was called uh, Tony Di Simone. And um, he... Do you say allegedly at this point? He, no, no, real. Oh, okay. he, oh, no, it's true, true. Because um, a family tried to sue him, and they said, uh, no, it, it was him. It was... Well, they used, they used this crafty thing of using yeah, a different yeah, yeah. name. But they had to downplay it. Really? <laughs> Is that not scary? Because yeah. everyone said he bloke, no... I've read the, the, I've read two books mm. that Henry Hill's done, and he said, "Oh no!" He said, "He's one." He, he, he was sitting there with his wife. He said, "Oh yeah, the dame played him." And did he they, was did they kill him like they did in the uh, in Goodfellas? Yeah. yeah, so he was shot for. The interesting thing about him is the reason he was like he. It's only a little story, right? The part, the problem, the point with that story is that his dad mm. in the mafia was a rat. He ratted oh, against right. his friends. Yeah. So no one liked that family. Hmm. This is why he had to be tougher and horrible than everyone because no one respected him because of his father. Oh. And that's why when he's about to get made at the end and he hmm. thinks, oh, I've got away with it, you know, I'm doing all these horrible things, I've got the family name back, they killed him. They hmm. shot him the day he was about to be made. And they shot him because of his father? Because Well, basically, because of his father and he killed a made man. I've... When we do the mafia, I will explain all this stuff. Yeah. But it's a big old thing. But that is it. It's scary to think that he's a damn play character. No, not that. Not that. <clears throat> not that we should relate the mafia to specifically to Sicily because I think that's a, Sicily no, gets, I, gets an incredibly bad rap, doesn't it? For that. Uh, and we are going off tangent. When I was at um, that um, Dega bar in, at the resort of the NEC the other day, got talking to this Italian guy, and because you know nice wine good food and all that kind of stuff and we were saying that we want, we want to go to Italy next year where really do you recommend and he said we turned around my hometown in Sicily and because as soon as he said that I was like well where should we go and he, should, he got this map out and showed us all the places where we're going to go got to fly from London though I think I don't think it's I possible. really want to go to Sicily so that's where our, our next destination is yeah yeah mm. where did you tell you to go 
you've got it on the map I couldn't tell you these small little towns the north is a quite a busy area yeah 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 down south and to the west I think he said uh, there's some there's some beautiful like little villages because I love children as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. Um, yeah have a look at Daniel Stern Cal. that's Daniel Stern now there he goes look at that for a bit uh, Daniel Stern born Daniel Jacob uh, Stern I think August 28th 1957 58 looks older than 58 he does look older than 58 yeah. in, uh, in Maryland looks like he's going all Randy Quaid there <laughs> he does actually now the most uh, famous thing well he's obviously he's, he's a well known actor and stuff but he provided the voice of the narrator in a TV series The Wonder Years did they? they did yeah I, sort of, I, I, loved it when I, I loved it when I was a kid because we always grew up with that myth it was Madeline Mance <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone believed it didn't yeah, they? Yeah. now Daniel Stern of course he, he was the one who played Marv the tall member of the wet band he's the one who names them the wet uh, band which of course is ultimately how they get uh, other people in this film uh, John Hurd as Peter McAllister uh, obviously Kevin's father Catherine O'Hara as Kate McAllister Kevin's mother we of course saw her in Beetlejuice uh, and Robert's Blossom as old man Marley the McAllister's elderly neighbour now um, Robert Scott Blossom was born March 25th 1924 in New Haven Connecticut sadly passed away July the 8th 2011 from a heart attack oh. aged 87 most notable work I'm going to read his little IMDB thing out here because I think you might like it uh, Blossom began appearing on screen do you know what film he was in else without reading it no okay Blossom began appearing on screen in 1958 his first appearance in feature film was 1971's The Hospital starring George C. Scott and during the 70s he had roles in The Great Gatsby uh, which starred Robert Redford and Mia Farrow yeah. Slaughterhouse 5 I, I love Slaughterhouse 5 Steven Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind and the one that I noticed him from was of course as the character who chops his fingers off with an axe in Escape from Alcatraz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now you say it, yeah. Well, that's a, that is a pretty impressive resume, that, yeah. isn't it? Uh, the rest of the McAllister family, portrayed by David Ratsy as Buzz, Mike Moreau as Jeff, uh, Kevin's brothers, Hilary Wolf as Megan, and Angela Goffelas as Lennon. Uh, Kevin's sisters, Jerry Barman as Uncle Frank, uh, Terry Snell. Uh, also uh, playing guest star, of course, is the wonderful and much missed John Candy playing a role where he, he's played he played a million times yeah. he's good at it but he, he did that role yeah you do kind he of was really good at that wasn't he yeah, yeah you, do kind of, you do kind of wonder what, what, what I, I like to think it. yeah I think he should have probably pushed himself a bit more shouldn't he with his roles yeah I, I suppose because he was a big guy he got offered these yeah. Jolly Rolls all the while, didn't he? And it, Uncle Buck, and, yeah. you know, and Cool Runnings. Cool we got a UK version of Cool Runnings is coming out next year. The film about Eddie the Eagle Edwards. I watched the trailer for it. Was it like? You know what? It looked bloody good. It's that Tarragon mm. out of a... Uh, Kingsman isn't it plays yeah. him doesn't he it looks brilliant he's good at it he's he really good really really he looks like a really good film it looks but like it's not really good. is it it's like a made up it's story it's kind of based like a Cole yeah. Runnings kind of thing so it's pretty good so uh, the film basically is about uh, uh, you know, you but it's a simple film it's it? a simple film Kevin Kevin upsets all his family at the beginning which is not really his fault they're just ignoring him but he is a bit of a brat and, that, and, and that's made out quite well and if you notice during the beginning of the film, it's all filmed from above him. So they're always looking down looking at him. At the, at the end of the film, yeah, oh, yeah, filmed yeah, upwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to signify the fact he's growing. You know, he pisses everybody off. They end up throwing his ticket. They have to do throw his flight ticket away, you see briefly in the bin. And all of his family then bugger off to Paris. How they actually forget... No family would ever do this. I know it does happen because mm. David Cameron left his kid in the pub. Well, <laughs> well done, Prime Minister. But that was because he's a Prime Minister. Mm. If you're going on a holiday, you look well, where still, you're... There's still no excuse for leaving your child in a pub. Yeah. You, you think, being the Prime Minister as well, you'd have some other yeah, people yeah. around you. If you can get on a flight and go to another... Have a look, no, that, that, yeah. 
it's got a suspended display. It's a Christmas yeah. story, isn't but, it? Because the, the one thing I thought was, hold on a minute, surely they, the the, peop, the person, the attendant at the airport would have turned around and said, oh, hold on, I've got one spare ticket here. But that's the reason why you see the ticket accidentally in a bin. Ah. So they kind of, whether that was filmed afterwards is a thing I don't know. But they end up in Paris, and then, of course, it's the mum who wants to get back, and then and so that family's over there. And then Kevin, of course, he's left. Home alone. alone. Now... Do you think the film kind of like, do you think it's quite slow up to a certain point? Or is it, imagine seeing it for the first time. Exactly, right. It's the, it's the thing, right, when you, when you know this film, like I do, it's like one of my favourite Christmas movies, is the bits you remember don't happen for ages. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. Mm. And for 40 minutes, if you hadn't saw it, say you watch this for the first time, the way we talk about it, like, you know, mm. hyper-violent, you know, sweet, you think, this is a bit, Hallmarky. Yeah. What we're talking about today, isn't it? It's like, I don't like him. Mm. I don't like the family. Yeah. There's nothing about the family. Right, he's got loads of money. You've all got loads of money. <laughs> Why should I feel sorry for him? But it's about the... Like I said, is he going to go on? I don't want to go mm. in, but that's what it's about. It's about the change is really good. And then that last... 35 minutes, about 35 yeah, minutes. Yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. But what, as well, there's a nice little thing as well, because Joe Pesci... His character comes in as a policeman, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Makes no reason why he's actually there, but he's just saying, I'm just doing security. And that's how you see the gold tough, and that's how Kevin recognises him. But that's a nice little thing. The fact that it shows that they are working the streets to try try and make sure who's in who's not going to yeah, be yeah, or yeah. going away. Oh yeah, it's you know yeah, there's no yeah. It's a nice it's a nice little setup. But you're right, he does he does kind of like you, you don't like anybody, and you know? so you think you kind of thinking where's this going? And then Kevin's own individual backstory when he's left on his own, you know, he, he has to go into the shopping, yeah. he has to deal with the furnace in downstairs in the cellar, which that's is good. It's, like, it's quite horror, isn't it? It's like quite horror, horror yeah. and then of course later on when he's grown up, growing up himself during his stay it's, there. Stands up to it, doesn't he? He stands up to it. He ends up robbing a, a toothbrush, doesn't he? Yeah. Which I never quite, when I was watching it the other day, I was thinking, why don't you just pay for why, why are you asking all these questions about, you know, dental hygiene and all Yeah, yeah. Isn't and then it, he just runs off. For, there for, is some odd little things about it. Oh, he runs off because the old man, um, old man uh, Marley comes in, doesn't he? Yeah. Now, he was rumoured to apparently to have murdered his family with a snow shovel in 1958, um, which is because of the reason that he's always on his own. And I said to you, didn't I, the other yeah, day? Yeah, you like all that stuff, don't you? I really do, because I think that's the most important part of the film. Because you've, you've got all the bit up to, before the, um, the bandits try to break into his house, you've got this film where uh, he's on his own and he's trying to do shopping and he's dancing to stuff and all this kind of jazz. And then he keeps seeing the old man. The old man keeps appearing, doesn't he? Staring at mm, him from the mm. thing. He's got the snow shovel. And then uh, he's in the store when he, he puts his coins on his head to get a plaster. And Kevin sees him then and runs off. And then when he's in church, which is in, why has he gone to church? But it all kind of figures out it's Christmas time when he's sitting there. And that's when old man uh, Marley comes along and sits next to him. And you've got that <coughs> wonderful conversation between a really old guy and a really young lad. Yeah, that, 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 that. And it's the young lad who gives him advice. Well, it's the heart, it is the heart of the film, isn't it? Mm. That's in- I think that's the bit where you see him change. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, the kind of like the growing up kind of stuff. Because the old man Marley's, he's had an argument with his son. He hasn't seen his son in years, and the only time he can get to see his granddaughter is when she's doing like a thing. Now, you're not too sure if the granddaughter knows he's there. No, no. Sure. I, don't, I presume... Yeah, because I think that backstory is it's not really thought out that well, is it? You can feel they were throwing no, everything yeah, in it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a typical Christmas thing, what they do. Mm. They throw loads of sea which sticks. Yeah, yeah. And that, 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 that bit sticks. Because then the, 
totally changes again then, doesn't it? Mm. Then you get into what I like, what I call the itchy and scratchy yeah, yeah. stuff, isn't it? Which is, it? Which is the slap. Or Skyfall, because it's a bit Skyfall as well, and it's Skyfall it is you bit, say, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. There's no doubt that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that when I thought, I thought Skyfall. And also as well, as you said the other day, uh, when, when they start to try and break in, there's some great stuff, what the ice, the oh, ice on amazing. the steps, yeah. which is constant. I mean, that, that reminded me of very Lauren Hardy kind of thing. Um, the, the hot doorknob. Well, it's so violent. It's mm. ridiculous. It's I think if, if there would have sort of been hurt yeah. or any blood, it would have changed it. Nah, you know. It's just that you thought, are oh, they never going to get rid of it? Let's get a whack in the head by a swinging iron. Swinging iron. Uh, the iron, yeah, the iron from the top. He's when he falls down and he burns, yeah. He's treading on all those, those uh, uh, stuff. Yeah, we all front, know that, don't we? Which, yeah. which is made of candy, actually. Oh, but, is it? Yeah, that's why I don't like. Um, Joe, what, the, where Joe Pesci get his, his hair on fire... Uh, that looks horrific. Yeah, and the thing is, what that what's good about that bit? Uh, well, that that whole it's about what it's about twenty five minutes. That mm. bit, that whole scene is it starts off funny, and is it slowly going through? They're getting angry and angrier, yeah. and then you start worrying for Kevin. Then because yeah. if they get him, yeah, they're going to do something. They're going to really, they're going to kill him. Yeah, because they look like they're really unbearable. Because it's funny at first, mm. and that's why I like that bit for that when they do get him, mm. and you think, oh, we're going to kill him now, aren't you? They, they, yeah. they are going to really going to hurt him. And that's where you think you need someone to come and save him. Yeah, and that's really? why I love that bit. How do they get? How does he get away? When well, he goes on the um. Oh yeah, and then he cuts the. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um... But he catches him, and then the police turn up. Then mm. they because and he's, he's got back to the house. Yeah, yeah. And then and they find out that it was them who's been burning the house because of the calling. Because of his crap. No, because not Joe Pesci. The one keeps yeah. calling the other guy. We've got to have us. Signature, <laughs> signature. So he leaves the water on. Yeah, there. yeah. But that, but the violence in it is shocking. Mm. Like I said, I think if that come out now, it'd be a 12 A. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because even though no one gets hurt, and it's what they say about violence is it, if it's got, no, you know, the, the light to show that something happens because of violence, mm. this doesn't. So yeah. this shows you, you're impregnable. Yeah. I could, if you're a kid, when I would have yeah. saw this, I would have got my brother, I would have been swinging an iron at him. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I used to love the Dangerous Brothers when it was me and my brother used to poke each other's eyes out because they didn't understand. <laughs> So I think you're like now you, it wouldn't. I think you'd, uh, whether you'd be able to show this kind of violence now without any, they'd probably have to show a bit of blood now, or, mm. or someone really hurt, yeah, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, or going off in an ambulance because yeah, they're not one of them. Not this. They just get carted off, don't they? Yeah, and, and it is. It, I mean, it is, you, as you say, you know, you're laughing at it when they're, when they're getting hurt, but ultimately, you know, you say you get, they get more and more angry, you get more and more scared for Kevin. And and the fact that of course I in the sequel as well, which I I, 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 I don't want to talk about the others. I no. can't stand them. Well, the, the others were there was um da, 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 there was one with Brenda Fricker in, weren't there? She was in that second one. Yeah, there was Home Alone three, which had completely different actors. That was out in nineteen ninety seven. Uh, nineteen ninety two was lost in New York. Uh, a fourth made for TV film followed in two thousand two called Home Alone four. The essentially features some of the same characters who were in the first two films, but with a new cast and a storyline that does not fall in the same continuity. What? Hughes did not write the screenplay for the TV film. Uh, on November twenty fifth, two thousand twelve, a fifth film, The Holiday Heist, premiered during ABC's twenty five days of Christmas programming event. Yeah, um, right. and that thing I was talking about you earlier on in December two thousand fifteen, this month. Culkin reprised his role as the adult Kevin McAllister in the inaugural episode of Jack DeShell's web series Drivers, where he recounts his experience of being left home alone by his family. Yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting because I used to, when I was the first sort of I thought, how old is it to be? Nine. Eight or nine. I, do you think you're going to look at yourself when you're out at nine? Well, I was walking to school on the island. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember. Not cooking and that. No, no, cooking or not. And the fact he does the shopping, does the laundry. Yeah, orders the pizza. Or the pizza. He's an amazing genius who can fiddle with the. 
type player, so he goes, you know, <laughs> that'd be a question for a filthy animal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the shooting, I love all that bit. But, it, but then again, it's in a hyper world, isn't it? It's mm. an unrealistic John Hughes world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He never... You never seen this great reality, did you? Perfect, perfect America, isn't it? Perfect, isn't it? Apart from the people trying to break into it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the film, the film obviously ends with the mom gets back. Now the mom's trying to get back, playing shines and all to girls. There's Uh, no doubt that bit. Yeah, there is. Meets John Candy, who offers her to give him a a lift. He's in a polka polka dime. Yeah, yeah. And they're playing all this stupid music, and she gets home. Kevin, yeah, and then the family turn up. Literally, thirty-five seconds later. And you think, oh man, you've gone through all that and you could have just got the next plane. But when they're all looking outside and going on, that's when he sees old man Marley he'll hug, uh, hugging his son and yeah, hugging right. his son. And it's a lovely bit. You listen to me like that. I do, yeah. because I like the fact he waves to him. And it's, they're both sort of like looked after yeah. each other kind of thing, you know. It's yeah. that kind of like, yeah, there's a, you know. I mean, there's no doubt, if this film would have been filmed in Easter mm. or June, it wouldn't be the same, I and mean, I don't think this film would have got anywhere. Nah. Because no. it would have just had the violence and none of that. Like I said, I'm, you know, I've got harsh about things mm. like dark and whatever but even I like <laughs> I couldn't think of an Oswald um, even I like the stuff in that the saccharine stuff because it works with that yeah, violence you're not, you're not a saccharine guy though, oh not in, not in any way not in any way but you, your favourite film could be Black Christmas that I saw <laughs> yeah. last night on, I'm uh, like it's black it's, it's all black, black. <laughs> it's all black <laughs> you'd have that Black Christmas that film apparently it's played in Poland every year for some, for some kind of oh I know Black Christmas here it goes yeah, yeah it was Elvis Presley Elvis Presley's favourite Christmas film was it? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, and they still apparently that I was watching as a program last night. Seventy-three, seventy-three. Fifty greatest yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas films. Yeah, and uh, apparently Priscilla Presley still watches it every Christmas. And you know, interesting that um, the director of that um, thinks that John Carpenter copied it for uh, Halloween. Oh, really? For that a massive falling out in the seventies over it. Oh, and did it? It's hard to say because it was a slasher film and oh. Black Christmas is the first slasher film. Oh, really? So, I don't know. It's like, can you say anything? He's copying anything. It's oh, like no. saying, like, if they did a war film now, oh, it's exactly the same as The Longest Day. Yeah. Or, um, no, Saving Private yeah. Ryan. Oh, it's just like, like, well, it's a story about yeah, yeah, a killer, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. There's no doubt if it weren't for that, that had happened. And it's what... That, I don't think it did. Would you like some facts? Go on, then. Okay, here's some facts. As quite a few of them. Uh, the picture Kevin finds of Buzzy's girlfriend was a picture of a boy made up to look like a girl because Chris Columbus thought it would be too cool to make fun of a girl like that. The boy was using the photograph. Was the art director's son? Oh, that, that yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Pesci deliberately avoided Macaulay Culkin on set because he wanted Culkin to think he was mean. <laughs> yeah. When you think about that, though, if it would have been a girl, it would have been all very different, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? Two blokes chasing a girl. Chasing, back, well, chasing yeah, a little yeah, girl around the house. Undertones there, wouldn't it? Yeah. Probably, probably would have made it more scary, actually. It probably would have made it, it yeah. would have been a different thing, wouldn't it? Uh, during rehearsal for the scene where Harry attempts to bite off Kevin's finger, Joe Pesci actually did bite McCauley McCall, Corkin, leaving a small scar. Huh? Uh, the movie that Kevin watches on videotape... Well, that would be a filthy animal. It's James Cagney. It's not a real film. Is it not? No, but footage specifically created. It was called Angels with Filthy Souls, along with other similar era references in the movie. And this is a play upon the movie, Angels with Dirty, Dirty Faces. That's pretty amazing, because it looks real. It does, doesn't it? Uh, the ornaments, as I said, are actually candy that Mars steps on. Uh, Joe Pesci kept forgetting that he was filming a family movie during the character's on-screen outburst, so director Chris Columbus advised him to say fridge instead of the f- word. Ah! <laughs> um, both Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern felt indifferent about the film's potential during shooting, so they interna- intentionally gave over-the-top performances. Uh-huh. Neither one of them believed the film would become a massive success. Yeah, but it's, it's very... It, it's, oh, it's quite Tom and Jerry as well, isn't it? <clears throat> 
John Candy filmed his part in one day. You can see that, can't you? Yeah. He was, he's probably filming like, oh, come on, do you want him to sit there and do your, do your, <laughs> do your, do your plan to show Norman character? Although it was a 23-hour day. Oh, <laughs> bloody hell. Uh, the story about having once forgotten his son at a funeral home was entirely improvised. Uh-huh. And his part is obviously inspired by the character he played in playing It's got it's got it. Oh, I like stuff like that, don't you? Cross-pollinating yeah. the films. It don't really happen a lot anymore, right? Um, that the house used for the movie in Winnetica was sold for $1.58 million in March 2012. That ain't even in the scale of things a lot of money in Britain, is it? No. Despite filming, uh, despite filming a family movie, Daniel Stern once slips in the S word, which can be heard when he's retrieving his boot through the doggy door <laughs> on the DVD. Uh. Um, Daniel Stern wore rubber seat, uh, rubber seat, rubber feet during his barefoot scenes. Oh, okay, yeah, that's really that's the what hurts me that the pain in that is when he steps on something. Yeah. Uh, many of the frames that focus on Kevin at the beginning. Oh, I've told you about that. Shot the, uh, the role of Uncle Frank was written for Kelsey Grammer. Why didn't you do it then? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Kevin's back. I'll tell you about the thing. Uh, Old Man Marley wasn't in the original screenplay. There you go. So that's... Uh, say. Uh, there is a legend that Elvis Presley, who died in 1977, makes a cameo in this movie. <laughs> um, many of those who believe that Elvis is still alive maintain that the heavily bearded man standing in the background of the scene where Mrs. McAllister is shouting at the desk clerk uh, just before he meets John Candy, is actually Elvis Presley. Isn't that be the worst hiding? Why <laughs> can I? I don't know. I'll go to a casting call. And then I'm going to go, well, it's Elvis, that. What a ridiculous thing. <laughs> Despite Kevin being home alone, he's never seen in his own room. Actually, you're right there. Yeah. He never does, is he? Director Chris Columbus would ask Joe Pesci to do his How Am I Funny speech from Goodfellas on set. In fact, Joe Pesci was to have a similar scene with Daniel Stern defensively questioning him about having an edge. This scene was deleted. Oh, it's a shame. Know, it's a shame. It good, it? Um... A bru- uh, according to uh, according to Chris Columbus, Kevin Nordin did all the effects for the film in his parents' basement in Chicago by drawing all the effects onto the film. He also did the effects uh, for only a few hundred dollars. Pretty hell. That's mad, isn't it? That's pretty mad, isn't it? Well, actually, think about it. It's just swinging things. And <laughs> uh, when doing the head count and the kids, Heather counts herself twice. And that's, that's how it gets yeah. to that. Ah. Uh, Chris Columbus was previously hired by John Hughes to direct one of the National Lampoon vacation films. After meeting with Chevy Chase, however, it became clear to Columbus that the two of them would not get along. <laughs> so he asked Hughes if there was any other projects he could do, and Home Alone was presented well, to him. I think you've heard that story quite a lot with Chevy Chase, haven't you? I think we have. <laughs> would you like to know uh, some of the people who was considered for the role of Peter McAllister, the dad? Well, I don't know. Michael Douglas, Kevin Costner. Bloody hell, they're big people. Martin Sheen. Huh. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles Grodin. I love Charles Grodin. John Travolta. Huh. Tom Skerritt. Huh. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> James Belushi. Huh? Chevy Chase. Harrison Ford. Tom Hanks. Sean Penn. Mel Sugar Tits Gibson. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Christopher Lloyd. Rick Moranis. Dennis Quaid. Jack Nicholson. Basically, every actor was really big in the 80s. Jack Nicholson. Can't you see that, really, can you? And it's such a small role. He's not... He's not a homely... He's not a homely... What was the last film that he did? Was it Bucket List? Was it the... Or was it... um, Departed. No, it's it's been done once since Departed. I think it was the Bucket List, wasn't it? The Bucket List. Or the other one, um, Call Me Schmee. Schmee? Uh, Schmidt? uh, About Schmidt. About Schmidt, was that the last one? 
Has he retired, Jack? He's got to be. He's got to be in his late seventies now, anyway, hasn't he? He's got to be. The day he goes, I'm having a day. Oh yeah. Oh no, he's one of the people. Every man should live up to be. We should do a podcast on Jack Nicholson. We haven't done a Jack Nicholson film. Do you know? Mm. Like I said, I would love his seventies stuff, like Five Easy Pieces and all that. The Last Detail. I love the Last Detail. I do. I don't want to get into doing the Joker and all that, even though I don't. I I, I don't want his later stuff because he sort of become a parody of himself. I loved him. Cuckoo's Nest. That's, last, uh, that's probably his best film, isn't it? Um, the one where he play. Nick, that's my favourite. <laughs> we should do that though. One flows the cookers nest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I love Produced that. And Michael, that that and his Easy Rider. I love him in it. He's only an Easy Rider for like twenty minutes, but he's amazing in it. What's the one where he played the devil? Oh, uh, remember, which is V Swick. Uh, which is V Swick. That's a. Do you, remember, the... do you remember my scrapbook I had at school? I don't remember your scrapbook. I also had a scrapbook more than different things in it than you also do. Yeah, I know. So I'm starting to think all of it. There was me doing a scrapbook of Jack Nicholson and there was you. We were... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Loads of boobs. <laughs> I think that sums up the way we were. Oh, Still are. <laughs> 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 uh, no, but... Um, yeah, we got to do Jack Nicholson something. We haven't done it. And, you know, he, you know, I told you, he was at Picture Saw three years ago mm. when he was swimming off the south mm. of France, off his boat. We'd be there in the hour, massive spliff on the go. Oh, yeah. And two new women swing around him. He looks so happy. There's people go, he's a bad example. He don't care. He's he? no bad. There's a great, there's a wonderful Facebook meme that's that's been around. And it's a picture of Jack smiling. His hair's all over the place. Yeah. And he goes, uh, life's always better when you don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, and yeah. I think that just sort of... Like I said, we just don't get actors as wild as that anymore you know what I've got at home what Stella Street oh uh, Stella Street the movie ah oh. mm. yeah I don't remember it that well do no, you I haven't watched it yet I mean I watched it when it first came out but I know I remember thinking it wasn't as good as um, the series the series but because yeah. we were into like Mick Jagger then I remember ruined it okay last two uh, last fact uh, some scenes were shot in a three-story single phase, obviously, located at 671 Lincoln Avenue in the village of Winnetica. The kitchen in the film was shot in the house, along with the main staircase, the basement, and most of the first floor landing. The house's <laughs> dining room and all the downstairs room, excluding the kitchen, were built on the same stage. The house was built in 1921 and features five bedrooms, a fully converted attic, a detached double garage, and a greenhouse. Kevin's treehouse in the backyard was built specifically for the film and demolished after principal photography ended as stated uh, the house uh, um, in May 2011 the house using the film was listed for sale for 2.4 million and it sold for 1.5 the house is promoted as a tourist attraction and cited as an example of how to get your home in the movie brilliant yeah wicked there is a connection to all the houses uh, but I would have been going on for ages. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. And we don't need that. And both of our voices are. Oh, no, yeah. Anybody listening to podcasts will suddenly realise how deep and deep and meaningful. Yeah, we're not trying to be sexy. Yeah. Like, no, no, not, not when you look to see the state of us. Oh, yes. Um, so uh, we haven't decided what we're doing for January yet, have we? Have we? No? I think we're no, no, we'll, 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 have, we'll, have a, we'll have a thing. Uh, I think it'll be something <laughs> funny or something just because it's a depressing month. And it's also our anniversary as well, our uh, podcast anniversary. Because oh. uh, every January was our um, thing. We could do another competition. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Could do another yeah. competition. Ooh, we'll have a thing. We'll have a thing. Yeah, we'll have a think over the Christmas, <laughs> Christmas yeah. festive yeah. period. Yeah. So, uh, so the end of the year comes. Uh, this is the end of 2015. It's been a good year. Uh, yeah. Sorry for uh, we had a bit of a skip in the middle of the year, didn't we? When we was both. But basically, we're falling to bits. We're falling to bits, actually. Yeah, I, you know, I just want to say like, thanks for everyone who listens because it. 
you know, it's a nice thing that people listen because we never thought this long we'd still be doing it and people would be listening to it. That is true. So I had, an, I had, a, like a, I had a, a, a Facebook, my private Facebook message on, on my birthday from someone saying, uh, Did you really? Saying for happy birthday. And I love doing a lot of you two, your podcast. And it, and it made me feel really nice because, you know, sometimes we forget that people are listening to this because we've been, it's like we, mm. look, because we're the only people who we're talking about this just as we're about to clock out. This is what we're doing all the while anyway. So, we, you know, we both really do appreciate people do. listening yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, and it's nice with the Facebook page as well because sometimes we can just leave the Facebook group page yeah. and it just goes off and yeah. people post stuff and there's a regular bunch of people on Oh, we were constantly diving. Yeah, and, it, and we really do appreciate it. And you know who you are. We won't name drop because no, it's, no. it's not good. But uh, if anyone wants to join the Facebook group page, you're yeah. more than welcome to and we'll approve you. Although, uh, and if for some reason... Apart from if you're not, yes. Yeah. Please. If you're in Syria and you're in IS, you're not, <laughs> you're not going you off. can off. Uh, sometimes I may ask you a question. Please don't get offended if you want to join the Facebook group page. Um, I tend to look at your profile before approving, and the reason for that is we get a lot of spam bots. You know, if, you, if you've only just found Facebook for a month and you're a member of 70 yeah, yeah, groups yeah. and you're a picture of a Chinese girl, yeah. the chances are you're going to spam us with yeah. sunglasses. So please don't get offended if you, if you get a message off me just asking you, where did you find Waffle and what's your mm. favourite episode? It's purely a security question. Please answer it and I'll, I'll approve you straight away. We've had a few people who have answered that question and we've put you straight on. Cool. And of course, just type in Waffle and Podcast on Facebook. But yeah, to, uh, as Cal says, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back in January. We'll so Merry Christmas to you all. And a Happy New Year. Bye-bye. If you would like to voice your opinions in written or vocal form, then please do email the lads at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com and await your views to be aired and then royally torn apart or praised. If you stalk the Internet and hide in such social networks as Facebook, then why not join the group page? It's easy to do. Just type Waffle on Podcast in the search bar, find the page, and join. This has been a Waffle on Production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly.
Seeing you.